A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself, O God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus has been addressing his teaching first to the Pharisees and then to his disciples. And now Jesus is addressing a group he has never addressed before in the Gospel. Jesus then addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Who could Jesus possibly be speaking to? Remember that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and the temple is the heart of the city. Rather than imagining these two people stopping into a church, say, for a visit before the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus imagines them entering the temple for worship. They're not alone. In Luke, Pharisees frequently appear among Jesus' opponents, and in the centuries since, Christians have often characterized Pharisees as self-righteous hypocrites. But Jesus is not addressing the Pharisees. And in fact, the Pharisee in the parable is a caricature of a Pharisee. Jesus is painting a picture of someone who is able to see the sins of others with perfect clarity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, but is unable to even recognize himself in the mirror. It's very easy to fall into the trap that looks down on this Pharisee, God, I thank you that I'm not like this Pharisee. Jesus and Luke are up to some serious theological mischief here. And there's a similar lure in the opposite direction when it comes to the tax collector. Many Jews in first century Palestine considered tax collectors to be corrupt, treasonous collaborators with the Roman occupation, often lining their own pockets by extorting more than the empire required, and as such, they were seen as sinners par excellence. But in Luke's Gospel, Jesus is constantly associating with tax collectors, so much so that they begin to stand in as good guys in the overall narrative. Jesus is criticized for eating with tax collectors and sinners. So there's a much more subtle snare in this story, a trap within a trap. For when we draw from it the lesson, go and be humble, or pray for mercy like the tax collector, for then you will be exalted, we substitute a disguised attempt at self-promotion for a deliberate one. 
So we have two very different people in the temple. They both pray. And Jesus concludes the parable by saying, I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The standard reading is that the tax collector receives the gift of grace, while the Pharisee, trying to earn his own righteousness, finds no favor or justice. The problem with this point of view is that it prompts exactly the same type of dualistic, judgmental system that Jesus speaks against. Once we negatively judge one character and promote the other, the parable traps. In Romans chapter 2, verse 1 to 2, Paul writes, Therefore you are without excuse, every one of you who passes judgment. For by the standard by which you judge another, you condemn yourself, since you, the judge, do the very same things. This Pharisee has God wrong. God is not about who is better than, smarter than, prettier than, richer than, holier than. God does not compare us with one another. The God who blesses the religious person is a God who can be manipulated. The prayer of the tax collector is well known. He simply and honestly acknowledges himself a sinner in need of mercy and healing. The prayer of the lowly pierces the clouds. This is the God who answers. This is the one revealed in the person of Jesus. If we change one word in today's parable, we see it very differently. And that one word is the word not. The tax collector went home justified, not the Pharisee. The preposition is para in Greek. It can be translated as rather than, this one is blessed rather than that one. It can also be translated as to set side by side. We have these words in English, paradox, parallel, parable. One thing is alongside of another. The tax collector went away justified alongside of the Pharisee. Jesus' hearers would automatically presume that the Pharisee would go home justified, and he does. But the surprise is that the tax collector also goes home justified, right along with him. This little Greek word, not, can also be translated because of. Then it would read, the tax collector went home justified because of the Pharisee. Now it is saying that the religious commitment of the Pharisee assists the tax collector in being pleasing in God's sight. And the parable is saying to us that our faith, our good works, our prayers are not simply for ourselves. They can make a difference in the lives of others, even in the lives of those who do not seem open to God's grace. Divine grace cannot be limited. For to limit God's grace would be to limit the divine. This unlimited generosity is really the problem. We are quite happy when we are saved. We're less happy when this salvation is extended to people we do not like, especially when our dislike is bolstered by seemingly very good reasons like he's a sinner. Prayer will always lead us back 
to one another. It's not about separation, but communion. It's not about my being better than you, but God's grace through me, including you. We cannot be Christian alone. As the Second Vatican Council document on the Church teaches, we are saved not as individuals, but as a people bound together. Not all people are religious, and not all people are churchgoers like us and the Pharisee. But today's gospel tells us that our faith, our good works, and our prayer can make a difference in the lives of others. Our faithfulness can be instrumental in opening hearts that are broken to the power of God's grace.